global controls will have to be imposed and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's you just blew my mind, Tim Foil Hat. Yeah, and welcome to another episode of Tim Foil Hat. We are rocking in the face of adversity, dude. All right? This show was supposed to happen, then it almost didn't happen, and now it is happening. And then it almost didn't happen again, and now it's happening one more time. Guys, oh my God! Just all, I am cursed. Welcome to Tim Foil Hat. We got vanilla lattes everywhere. Oh my God, we're trying to save the day. It's short-circuiting. God, why does the podcast gods frown upon us? God, have we not sacrificed enough for you? Huh? Wake up, serpent. We are here to love. All right, guys, a great Not call. Ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got our guest is excited, biting at a bit. He's doing us a big favor. We're going to bring him right in. But we are excited, dude. It is Waking Arizona Tour Weekend. That's right. Waking Arizona, myself, XG, and the place to be. And our friend Eddie Bravo will be in Arizona. We are there Thursday night. We are at the House of Comedies, Arizona. Look at that, dude. Look at that drawing. That is that if you if you're watching at home and I'll explain it if you're listening, that is all the conspiracies in Arizona. Okay, the top is they have a vortex. Okay, John McCain is a fucking lizard person. All right, I got death threats from his family. True story. Okay, at the bottom is aliens because people are getting abducted and fisted. They're, fisted. Talk, they're 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 fisting in Arizona. They're, and of course, they're 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 aliens, so they got the tiny arms. So it's like getting fisted by a Japanese businessman. But they are getting fisted. And go back to it one more thing. Guess who's at the bottom there? That is Sam on a pale horse. Because guess who got fucking Bill Cooper got assassinated by uh, the United States government in Arizona. So that's the pale horse from Behold the Pale Horse. That shirt will be available. If you go to uh, tinfoilhatpodcast.com, you will be able to find all of our t-shirts are up there and available. I know some of you guys have been complaining about the t-shirts haven't been available. They are, in fact, available. Did you find them? Can we see them real quick, Aaron? Please, Aaron? Aaron's just staring at his dog and just not giving a shit. And we're doing a special episode just for him. He begged for it. And we just doesn't even fucking care. All right, I don't even know where it is. It's not coming up, but go to uh, Tinfoil Hat Pod or TinfoilHatPodcast.com. Oh, we got the new one. They got the new, uh, the new one's not up yet. Not but up the yet. Waking Arizona's up. The fucking uh, Clockwork Orange. The uh, the um, what else we got? Lizard people Look everywhere. Look into it. Lizard people everywhere. All the teachers available. Please grab the that. The Wu Tang one is my favorite. Wu-Tang. The Wu Tang. When you come out, I'm gonna get you. A t- I'm gonna get you a shirt, bud. You're gonna get a free shirt yeah, boy. from Yeah Boy because <laughs> Tim Fall hats for the children. Okay. Uh, what else we gotta talk about? Oh, I'm going to be in. Go. Back. Can you go to my website and look up my? Um, I'm all over the place. I gotta be honest with you. Go look up my uh, dates. I'm going to be at Rooster Tea Feathers in Sunville. I think it's called Sunville, California, uh, April 4th through the 7th. What? 
That is what? Sunnyvale. 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 <laughs> you're on. You're on fire today. You're. We have, we're two minutes in this thing. You're already killing me on shit. I want people to go see you. Please do. The first night is uh, smoke them out. I got a wonderful weed company that is going to sponsor the night. They're going to bring weed for all the boys. To, they're the. Uh, they're wonderful. They're the natural cannabis company, and they will be there with their fucking cool ass weed wagon, and they're going to be handing out some weed to everybody. So that and. And then Friday and Saturday, stand-up comedy. And then that Sunday night, the 7th, I'm doing a special Mother of All Truth Bombs Q&A and stand-up with me, a night of Sam Tripoli. Rock out with your cock out, okay? So come out there. That is April 4th through the 7th. Come support me. Go to roosterteefeathers.com for those tickets, dude. And then uh, I just want to say thank you to BetDSI. BetDSI for all your bet needs. Go to BetDSI. Use the promo code HAT. Hat 100, and you will get a, uh, they will, any deposit you make, they will match it. Go to Hat, go get, yeah, it's, I believe it's Hat. Yeah, it is. It's uh, Hat 100, and uh, dude, help us out. They're really good. We're, I'm talking this week. We're getting this conspiracy bets going. Dude, I the can't conspiracy wait. Conspiracy bets are going. I wonder if it's Deadpool. Gonna be- you got the Deadpool going on? We should have one. We should have who who dies next, who gets suicided. I'll ask you <laughs> what kind of people. We'll do it all, dude. We're going to bet DSI will make all the bets happen because bet DSI, guess what? They're for the children, okay? They're for the <laughs> fucking children, dog. All right. Don't ever. But you, you can't be a children in both. You got to be 21 and over. Yeah, though. you got to be 21 and over. But they're, they, they think the money about, goes to the children. Yeah, the, no, the, <laughs> the money goes to pay for your children, okay? So it's hat 100, and they will match. Any deposit up to 500 bucks. So, guys, uh, that is the business. How quick did I get through that? Oh, go check out the Patreon. We got uh, we got Conspiracies Now is blowing up. We got two mechs coming up. We got all these great guests coming up. And that is a Patreon only. And guess what? We're doing now Subscriber Star. Once I get approved, I'm going to start uploading all the Conspiracy Nows to that one. So you could support the show that way. Buy t-shirts. Buy that. And uh, the Patreon's killing it. The Instagram is killing Dude, Eddie Bravo calls our Instagram dangerous. He goes, dude, you guys don't care. I go, we don't care. I mean, he goes, dude, you post shit. I'm afraid to post. We ain't afraid to post nothing. Okay? Get that. I know Aaron thinks I'm yelling because I'm, I'm afraid and I got a mic, but you know I yell because I'm passionate. And by the way, YouTube is fucking with my YouTube channel. They're fucking with my subscriptions. They're now making it so I can get hardly any monetization on my YouTube channel. And you know what that lets me know? I'm fucking winning, dude. I'm fucking winning. I'm telling all that truth on you unsuspecting <laughs> fools. So joining us is what I consider one of the best guys in the game. Uh, I always enjoy having him on. Uh, he is, I believe, w- him and Eddie Bravo have done the show more than anybody else. He is a returning champion. If you like, if you like Tim Foyle Hat, you're gonna love his podcast. Just imagine Tim Foyle Hat if it was three days long. That is this podcast, three days long, <laughs> talking about anything, and they just go and they lock themselves in and just let you know we were supposed to start about forty minutes ago, but this guy demands to be sexy. On the camera, and we're on it. He's here from wherever the fuck he lives. My good friend, he's going to be at the big event we're doing in August that I got announced soon. Please welcome from those conspiracy guys, Gordon Rochford, everybody. How are you, bud? All right, man. Good to be here, finally. Tell us a little bit about your your your, your podcast and all the good stuff, because I love you guys very much. Tell us a little about it. 
Uh, well, like you said, we're like tinfoil hats, but uh, if you uh, locked a bunch of people in a room and just threw in a lot of freebase or whatever and just started talking conspiracies for three days, back to back, some of the episodes, five, six, seven hours, deep dives. We're going deep into these topics and they're sometimes not what you think. Uh, we do loads of true crime episodes too. So there's uh, serial killers, mysterious murder cases, and uh, we go through those in about two, two and a half hours. But the long ones, um, big arcs, and, what a- uh, seven seasons and stuff, nearly 700 hours, 20 million downloads, career career numbers. How long has uh, the, the podcast been going? How long has the podcast been going? Um, with the first episode was September 11th, 2014. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And what it was a on, it was a 9-11 episode released on 9-11. That's that great. Coincidence. Baptism by fire, <laughs> yeah, dog. Yeah. I fucking love that. That's, dude. How, that's how you do it. That's how you do it, so dude. So we're we're uh, we're up in the top one hundred in, in Spotify uh, in in both the UK and the US, and uh, in the top two hundred in comedy on uh, Apple iTunes uh, for for our our category. So I mean, must be doing something right, son. What is your category? I I, I your comedy or you is there? What are you guys? Uh... Yeah, we're top top two hundred in top two hundred in comedy in the US and uh, top one hundred in Spotify in stories and in comedy. Well, dude, I love your show. You guys are wonderful. I'm proud to announce that Tim Fall Hat briefly got in the top 1,000 of all podcasts on iTunes. We were number 788. That, dude, that's huge. Dude, that's six. Do you know what, man? Do you know what, that's, that's the top 1% of the top 1% because there's 660,000 podcasts in the I world. I thought there was like 6 million, that. dude. I mean, there's got to be so many podcasts. I'm not even kidding when I say 6 million. I'm like, there's so many podcasts and to be in the top 1,000 for even if you just kind of touched it and fell down. You're you, like a lizard person yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, I'm shit. getting lizard poop person <laughs> status. I'm serpent, dog. Don't ever forget that. <laughs> Fuck eagles, It's got a dude. forked dick. You know? So we're glad to have you on, dude. Uh, Thanks, man. Thanks. You always kind of hit me up going, hey, dude, I'd love to come on. Uh, and you always throw out some very, very tasty stuff. And this time you, yeah. could, you were like, dude, we could talk some conspiracy. And by the way, guys, I, I, you may not appreciate this at home, but XG and I, when we looked at this, he sent me his notes, dude. He sent me his notes. I don't know if you guys can see this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. That's fucking notes, dude. Sounds like a thesis. That's that's privileged information, man. Dude. Oh, my God. That's why they end up six hours. And that's only for a three hours, 30 minutes episode, by the way. That's all that. Now, now, let me ask you something, Gordon. Do you do that research or somebody do it for you? I mean, do you do? I do everything myself. I've done everything myself from the start. I I learned how to make websites. Like I I spent ten months before the first episode released teaching myself how to make websites about marketing, about podcasts, about the industry, doing my market research, and then laying out a plan for like five six years worth of episodes in fourteen episode seasons over ten seasons. So I have like episodes like two hundred more topics ready to go. You know. Jeez. The notes are about 10,000 words each nowadays. So it's like a thesis in, in a, a college degree or whatever. And uh, yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cases. And people are sending me new ones all the time. Like, hey, I found this weird thing. Or So um, yeah, I, I produce it. I, I edit it. So it takes hours to edit. Like a, a six hour, seven hour show could take like 20 hours or more to edit. Dude, and I do it all on my you own, are all wonderful. Research. Your dedication is great, Gordon. I really yeah. respect you, dude. And 
It's fun. Well, it's my full time job now. Like the Patreon people are are keeping the keeping the lights on over here, and um, you know we get a little bit of advertising now and again, and and uh, we have a GoFundMe for the TCG TV project, which is tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I'm going to be traveling all across America making uh, mini documentaries and daily vlogs, uh, meeting all the podcasters. I'm going to go hang out with you guys, Greg Carlwood, trying to meet up with Duncan Trussell, trying to get Eddie Bravo on camera and talk shit about conspiracy theories and try and see, you know, what the culture is about um, from an Irish perspective, from my perspective, and have a bit of a laugh about it. Because I see a lot of guys on YouTube, you know, you have Austin Fletcher and Slightly Offensive and these kind of guys on YouTube that are out doing box and it seems that people are demented like yeah. and the closer it gets to 2020 the more demented people get it's very polarized and i want to just dip me toe and see why the fuck everyone's gone as crazy as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs <laughs> <laughs> well dude it's, it is very interesting you know we've done some shows on this it's always interesting who's controlled opposition who's an asset yeah, there's a lot of agents of chaos out there that are put to get us to fight. I, I don't know if you've seen, obviously, today the, the what's his name? Julian Samet? So, so May? What's it, Aaron? Uh, Jesse, Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Yeah, yeah close enough, right? I mean, <laughs> I got, I got the initials, right? I got the initials, right? So, <laughs> so this big story breaks, right? That they have decided to uh, not charge him with any charge, dropped all the charges. Real convenient, yeah. CNN. Real convenient right after the three years of you lying to everybody about Russia collusion. This story in which everybody involved basically said this guy was caught red-handed, gets dropped. Who makes a call? Michelle Obama. Fun fact, and Aaron's going to fight me on this one, but it's 100% true. Fun fact, Michelle Obama and Barack Obama both disbarred in Illinois in the early 90s or late 80s. Disbarred. They were not allowed to practice law anymore. And that th- those, for what reason? I wonder. Well, uh, one was. Is it is it anything anything to do with Barry Sotero? Oh, pro- and his, that man's actually who the guy who smoked crack and sucked his dick. That guy. Maybe something like that. <laughs> well, no, dude. It had to do with something with lying on an application or something like that. Right. I don't know. But the fact is that nobody knows that. And the person who called in to get. Um. Uh. This kid out. Whatever. What's his Smollett. name? Just Just Bonnet was uh, Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama yeah, made a I call. Would, I mean, it's it's a high profile case. It's definitely like a false flag that was caught rotten, and uh, apparently they're going to put us put the whole thing at the feet of these two Nigerian guys. That the the check he wrote a check for two guys to fraudulently beat the shit out of him, uh, and that's how he got caught. So like these two guys are going to foot the bill. Uh, justice wise for this thing I, uh, and I have a rule Jesse Smollett's going to get to walk away from it I have a rule uh, when I commit felonies I don't write checks I don't write checks I don't post about it on Facebook felonies are done in cash people Come Can, on, maybe bitcoin shit, can right? we do some bitcoin felonies bro a little bitcoin action yeah. but never dude never I mean like what's his name uh, Jerry what was the daytime show um, where they had uh Jerry Springer paid for a hooker and a check. Yeah, you don't pay. Why would? What would you do? What should we do? Like, but but <laughs> what what this is doing is totally throwing a spanner in the works for the grandmother of all truth bombs, which is the Mueller report, which is like everyone's waiting for Kanye's new album to drop. It's like, oh no, son, you hear that joint by Bobby Mueller? Yeah. Oh shit! Like, 
that that dropped and it was everybody was like I told you so I told you so mush it in your fucking face <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe they want to release it they want to release the full thing so they can go through with a fine tooth comb and try and find some little syntax error or some little you know snag that they can use to put on the on the conveyor belt of news and say in the Mueller report that says that there's no collusion but dot 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 so I mean it's going through the White House now, today and tomorrow. Um, I'm ahead of you now, so it's already tomorrow, but uh, time-wise. So today and tomorrow, so, Tuesday, hey, dude, Wednesday. What's the future like? Uh, Is it different? It's pr- it's pretty much the same. Hey, really? It's, yeah, it's just as disappointing. Do we get uh, do we get along in the future? Are we get? Does everyone get along? <laughs> the future's real dark. It's like it's nighttime. But... Uh, yeah, it's it, apparently it's going through the offices of the White House, and they're going to get to redact anything that they don't feel is, I guess, pertinent for the public to know. And I guess there's a few names in that. But, like, what is this going to... Like, there's people fucking pulling the dicks off themselves all weekend with excitement that somewhere in the Mueller report is something that's going to put Hillary Clinton away, or her people. And we've all forgotten about last week when uh, a sealed indictment was opened about Jeffrey Epstein and his pedophile play in the Lolita yes, Express. Yes, that's a great talk. Where the fuck talk. did that go? That's a that great go? point, dude. That is a that great point. real quick. Yeah, that disappeared. And how the judge just died. Like, they put a 96-year-old guy, yeah. and he's dead, and the whole thing's dead. And two, then we're... Two kids, two kids who were involved in the Parkland shoot and killed themselves this week, and one of the parents of the Sandy Hook kids fucking killed himself this week. Yeah, dude. What the fuck's going on? What the fuck is going What's on? What's going on out there? Speaking of the false flags. Yeah. Speaking of false flags, uh, today's topic is brought to you by our good friends at Duke Cannon. Uh, can a bar of soap be patriotic? Uh, that's a lot to ask for from just a bar of soap. After all, it doesn't get out and uh, w- get out a little flag and wave it around. But consider this Duke Cannon's superior quality groomings for hardworking men are tested by soldiers, not by boy bands. Fuck you, old town. Okay. The partner, they partner with active duty military to develop new ideas and re- review products. Anything that doesn't meet the high standards of the soldiers doesn't happen mostly most important duke Cannon is committed to giving back to men and women serving our country that is why the portion of these proceeds go to supporting veteran causes so when you use duke cannon's big ass brick of soap or premium hair goods or their three cat what is it the three gallon of the th- well how much gallon of soap they got for three grand dog boom you know you're helping Have a barrel too, a barrel right? full of soap Barrel furl soap, okay? Premium good hair goods that give you news anchor hick thick, thick hair, a beard, or shaving goods that help you put out the best face forward. Don't be surprised if you start humming the national anthem. Visit DukeCannon.com, that's D-U-K-E-C-A-N-N-O-N.com right now and get 15% off your first order with the promo code SAM. S-A-M, free shipping on orders over $35. And Duke Cannon is bringing us today. Our discussion is the Titanic. The Whoa. Titanic, dude. I'm I gotta so- get me some of that Duke Cannon beard sauce. Dude, do it, I'm bro. All, Use the promo code here, SAM. Dude, I'll throw in yeah. a little cash on that. Throw you a little uh, a PayPal. Boom. Order it. Drop SAM. Make him feel good. Because you want to be patriotic, right? You want to be patriotic. So uh, what do we know? So where do we start here, dude? Let's start with the Titanic. Well, What's the, where do we yeah, start, buddy? When you talk about the Titanic conspiracy, you know, <clears throat> when people are asking me, uh, 
I see you did an episode on the Titanic. What's that? That it wasn't an iceberg. Uh, I explain it to people like it's a, it's almost like a, a whodunit, you know, like a Hercule Poirot or a Pink Panther, some shit like that, where it's like <laughs> a mystery. Somebody's died on the boat. What has happened? Yeah. Like there's a, a big ass boat in 1912 sunk into the sea and a bunch of people died, like more than a thousand people. Oh, ice cold water. There was boats standing by that could have saved them. There was safety precautions and regulations not followed. There was people who were billionaires. The richest people in the world were on this luxury liner. And it sank to the bottom of the sea. And nobody really did anything about it. And from that time, the powers that be and the cogs and, and, and gears of the, uh, I guess, the modern neoliberal America that we know today started to turn from that very moment. And I think it's a super important, like the reason that we remember the Titanic more than like, say, you know, the Lusitania or, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin or any of these famous ships sinking. The reason we remember the Titanic is because like it was a super pivotal moment in like global economic and military history. And yep. I think that um, there's stuff that's that's widely known and widely publicly openly available to find that people just ignore because it's not put in context. So I wanted to put it in context. J.P. Morgan, short version, J.P. Morgan wanted to create a unified Federal Reserve Bank along with some other dudes. And they had had a meeting in 1907. We have a whole episode about J.P. Morgan and the Federal Reserve. We have one Jekyll about Jekyll Island, J.P. Right? Morgan and his, yeah, Jekyll Island, 1907. And these guys all got together and went, look, we're going to have to make a, 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 like a unified cu- currency to run America with. And there was people who were billionaires who opposed this shit because they well, were hold like, on, hold on, hold on. well, we but, can't. But, but, but I think the way you're saying it makes him pie like, if we don't do this, everything's going to crash and burn. I think it was more like, dude, we got to get centralized banking here so we could tax everybody, yeah. take all their yeah. money, fucking put interest on it and enslave the entire country. I think that's like, if I could do that's a cold, what I mean, yeah. if you could do a it's, reading it, it again, was, dude. It was sold to the- it was sold to the, the, the other businessmen as this will be better for your business. But the, the, the next level up from that was we'll be able to create a, a, a tax system, the IRS, that goes along with the Federal Reserve hand in hand, created at the same time by the same people. And we can control America. And then, of course, World War One, which was a, a, a war about par, par, um, pharmaceuticals coming from Germany, it wasn't about some fucking Turkish lad assassinating some other cunt. It was about fucking it's always the about drugs. drugs, dude. It's always about drugs. It's like you start, you know, everyone's like oil runs everything. You're like, hmm, does it? Or uh, is it just drugs that run everything? I mean, Vietnam, yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. Now we, you know, it's like German and the pharmaceutical company. Don't don't forget Mexico. Mexico, dude. dude. Yeah. You know, it's like we find out that El Chapo is a That's district okay. manager, you know? <laughs> well, these these guys came together, J.P. Morgan and these cronies came together and said, we have to make this Federal Reserve. They'd spent the last 70 years, uh, the whole of the 19th century, basically a three to, to five year cycle of boom and bust. So they had loads of different types of dollars. Do, you, know, you ever hear like, oh, show me them greenbacks. Man, yeah. see, we're going to get some greenbacks. See, man. Like that was a, a certain version of, of dollar. There was loads of different dollars, uh, promissory notes and all this shit. If you ever watch like, you know, old Westerns and they're like, I'll pay you $5 for that good horse, sir. 
and they whip out this thing and it's like an A4 page and it has a picture of fucking, you know, Woodrow Wilson's granddad on it or whatever. Like, that was what they were doing. It was a a promise between one group of people who had money and another. There was no official banking system. It was just like, this is the guy in town who has money. He lends it out. He gets the money back. And it was booming and busting and booming and busting for 70 years. And JP Morgan and these guys went, you know what? We can't let this shit happen forever. Let's consolidate it. Let's control it. And then some people opposed that. JP Morgan went, uh, I've got a I've got a very fancy boat. If you want to take a cruise out into the Atlantic, yeah, uh, you want a free you want a free ticket, and they all took free tickets. And JP Morgan was supposed to be on it at the last minute. He's like, oh, I've got a sore throat. I can't go. See, and he just didn't go. Where have we heard this before? Where have we heard this before? 9/11. Oh yeah, who showed up to work at nine eleven? Oh, who showed up to OKC bombing that day? Who yeah, showed up? Yeah. Who didn't? What people? Whole office did not That's show right. up. Seth, Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be there that day, and he got he got a, a, a notion not to go to the Twin Towers. Yeah, that day. you know that yeah, the guy the, who created Family Guy. You mean the Seth? What's he in? Seth MacFarlane, who has a bunch of TV shows, just like fucking um, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Seth MacFarlane uh, missed his flight. He wasn't at. Okay, the yeah, there. okay. No, he got off his flight, dude. He, he didn't get flight. on his flight. He conveniently two flight. famous people, missed Aaron, just flight. happened to miss their flight. <laughs> You're right. Flight. Who have like 90 missed million movies flight. coming out and 90 million TV shows missed just happen to just miss well, their flight, right. Aaron. The J.P. Creator. Morgan missed his boat. And that was J.P. Morgan missed scene. his fucking boat, Aaron. The Two of the producers of Friends died. So, I mean, like... Well, obviously they out. knew Friends had had it run. <laughs> that was the end of were, that for were, were, they the one, were they the ones who said that they didn't want any black characters on Friends? Is that yeah. why they yeah, had to go? Yeah. Is that it? They didn't want any That's black people on Friends. So, as we know, diversity is yeah. the, the work of the New World Order. So, they, they decided were the, to take them They were them the two out. executives that suggested Aisha Taylor be cast in in season 10 or whatever. And they were like, no. They got to go. Got to kill them. Yeah, kill them off. If you hold back Aisha Taylor, number one black lizard person out there, you're <laughs> fucked. By the way, I love Aisha Done. Taylor. She's a wonderful person. It's over. That's nothing yeah, personal against her. Great. Um, so when we also, you bring up Abraham Lincoln, you bring up greenbacks. First of all, if you can find one of those greenbacks, they're worth a ton of real cash right now. And two, this is where we get into some more conspiracy. Who helps Abraham Lincoln during the fucking civil war no other than alexander the second okay people don't mm. talk about that he sent boats to the coast of america saying if you if you fucking involve get in the vo- involved i'm going to fucking get involved in this war and that's what kept britain and i believe spain out of coming on the side of the south the south had agreed to a, a yeah. fucking a uh, centralized bank. They go, you can keep your slaves. And by the way, everybody, who owns slaves? Do you think XG would have slaves or I would have slaves or fucking Aaron and stuff cross pizza would have slaves? No. It's the 1% of the 1%. So it's the same people calling fucking shit today. You know, the Mark Zuckerbergs, the fucking Jeff Bezos, all these guys who are causing chaos in the world, right? You know, they are, in fact, the ones who owned slaves back then, okay? So it's like... And quick quick money makers and landowners, those guys wanted to keep what they had. And that's kind of... The, 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 the taking in of slaves was to maintain a, an empire and pass it on through your genes. And that was the English way. That's how, that's how they do it in England. Even J.P. Morgan, you know, his family came from England. And his, his parents sent him over to North America 
in, in his younger years and said, go over there and learn banking. And he, and he learned, like they were working, JP Morgan's family were working for the, like, one, do, you know, do you know when Robin Hood had the Sheriff of Nottingham? Yeah. So like that was like a, an exalted title. So they had all these lords and all these, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, kind of lo- lords and dukes of these fiefdoms across England. And JP Morgan's family was was one of them working with the king to solidify the empire's uh, money. So he had got basically the blueprints for how to create a um, a monarchical system of monetary control across loads of different territories. And then they ported themselves into the American culture in the early 1800s, that family, and just went, okay, these, these are all fucking rubes and immigrants. Like, they haven't got a fucking clue. Let's use our smarts and uh, ring these cunts out for a load of money. And that's what they did. Like, the, the, the J.P. Morgan empire uh, is kind of built on on a system. Banking a and system opium. They were big in the opium trade. They helped establish well, all the fucking, all the, um, all the um, elite schools, the Ivy League schools. And here's the thing I say. If you're broke or you're not like, fuck you, rich. It's probably has to do with the fact that your ancestors didn't have the right hustle. You know, they're just like, we'll yeah. just be shoe cobblers. We don't need to be bankers. And even the- <laughs> even if they did, though, man, you know, like you say that the J.P. Morgans were into opium, they were into transport. He was into copper. He he did uh, what was called the the Knickerbocker, the Knickerbocker incident, where he basically shorted a load of stock in Wall Street on copper and drove all the guys who had copper stocks down to zero and then cornered the whole market. Like he, he, he's using that Rothschild playbook dog. Absolutely. So like, like if you're saying that you're the the only reason you can't be filthy stinking rich is because your ancestors didn't have the right hustle. Like Chinese lads all came over to, to build the railroads and they built everything from the West coast East. Basically they had like the best real estate. They had the best, you know, uh, uh, seafront property. They built houses. They built small, like, uh, uh, commercial areas all around the cities. And, like, the Chinatowns and stuff that are in uh, L.A. and uh, the rest of California, like, they're not the original, original Chinese areas. The original ones were, you know, super, super wealthy places. Like, in San Francisco was, like, the whole town was Chinatown. And they put opium into the place to make everyone lackadaisical. Then they offered them quote-unquote, better property in from the coast a little bit. And then they redeveloped and regentrified the whole of uh, the whole of the coastland area that the Chinese all owned. And this was all done before the 19th century. Like, these lads know exactly what they're doing. So to be able to make something like um, the Titanic happen to kill the richest people in the world doesn't seem beyond the realm of, of possibility. In fact, it's a pretty good idea, really. To be yeah, fair. I mean, it, it totally makes sense. So... You know, we have this whole group of people. So basically, Abraham Lincoln fights against the Federal Reserve. Uh, that was a big thing. He goes, why uh, free some men and enslave others? Yeah. So well, he's he, fighting against taxes. Like, it was more about the creation of a tax system. And we'll get into that, dude. Don't even... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, people always go, who's the worst president ever? It, like, dude... Like, Woodrow Wilson makes fucking Donald Trump look like fucking Peter Pan. 
That's how like bad and how much yeah. of a scumbag <laughs> his whole family and all their yeah. fucking relatives should be fucking shipped out of the fucking country for what he did to this fucking country, which is the Federal yeah. Reserve and the fuck and the federal uh, and income tax, which we never had to pay before. You know, and I it, mean, it all comes from this Titanic. Did you ever? Did you ever hear uh, of uh, the Donner Party? The Donner Party? <laughs> no, that sounds like a, a a strip club for women. Yeah, it only yeah, opens yeah. on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. The Donner Party. We did an episode. We did an episode on cannibalism. Oh my! Uh, a few God. weeks ago, and we talked about the Donner Party, and it was like a. <laughs> it's just an Abraham Lincoln story that I think is very interesting. Uh, there was a group of of people that moved from east to west. They went from Missouri, and they were supposed to end up in in California, and they were going through this mountain pass, and they ended up getting stuck. And then they all had to fucking eat each other. Oh my <laughs> so, god! Really? Yeah, yeah. It was uh, a Who massive survived? case of cannibalism. Who was uh, the survivor? Only, only a very few, very few people. One of them was an old, old woman. Uh, she was just too tough to eat, I guess. And like nobody wants old meat. Yeah, nobody wants old grandma <laughs> and, meat. Uh, yeah, you're like your grand grandma. You're too chewy. Um, <laughs> Oh man, I got that really hard up whale stuck on my teeth, man. Oh really yeah, rough. dude. Imagine the, the lungs of an old lady who's been smoking cigarettes all the time. That's your, that's beef jerky right there, dude. Uh, yeah, that, smoke uh, meat. Smoke meat. So, I love that, dude. Do you know? Do, do you know who was supposed to be going with those people across from Missouri, across to Marky California? Mark, Marky but, Mark, but, but who who didn't go at the last minute? Seth MacFarlane, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, and Mary Todd. Really? Oh, they missed the they, were they missed the wagon. Did they miss the wagon? They missed the wagon. Did they miss the <laughs> they wagon? Huh, Aaron? Let me guess. They just missed it. The wagon took off. It, it got too fast. It was too imagine, fast for them to catch up. Imagine missing a wagon because they were going so slow. You ever have like the, the bus like just see you and just take off? You, the wagon's like, stop. It's like, I can't. Once they start going, I just can't yeah. stop. The fucking horse. My parents used to do that with the car outside the school. They didn't even need a bus, man. <laughs> so Boy, we got no, to... Stop. So the Titanic was a humongous Titanic approved to design by architect Thomas Andrews and uh, yeah. and engineer Edward Whiting. Um, on October 20th, 1910, RMS Olympic launched in, a 31, in May 31st, 1911, uh, the RMS Titanic launched, okay? Yeah, there, were, there was a bunch of family of boats from this White Star Lines, right? So the White Star Lines was... was uh, a company that was run um, basically into the ground. They were making these super luxury boats for these cruises. And then there wasn't really that many people going on it because their marketing was dog shit. So the White Star Lines went out of business and JP Morgan and his cohorts, uh, he had a, a business conglomerate and he still had kind of links with people in England. They swooped in and they bought it for fuck all basically. And um, they started developing these boats and, the Titanic and the Olympic were were built and assembled, and and kind of launched into a wet dock from Harlan and Wolf uh, in Belfast. So they were made in Ireland and sold uh, sailed from Ireland to Liverpool to Cork and then out into the Atlantic and picked up a few people on the way. So the Olympic and the Titanic are pretty much identical boats, and this is the second kind of conspiracy theory. Uh, that the Titanic has around it, that they think the sinking of the Titanic was in fact uh, a bait and switch insurance scam. Oh, oh, it's pretty lofty. 
But that's the whole thing. It's like, so you say that all these billionaires were on there. Where these billionaires go if they were supposed to be on this plant, on this bus? Uh, excuse me, well, on well, this. It's, on it's, this boat. It's one of, the, <laughs> on this bus. It's one of these things where it's like, you know, like a my hop and a lie hop. So there's a my hop, which is a make it happen on purpose. That's like a false flag, like 9-11, something like that. A lie hop is like an active shooter where they know there's a guy and he's going to do some shit. And the, the, there's a drill, some kind of fucking drill is going on uh, for that exact scenario, ironically enough, up the road. So there's loads of armed personnel, but nobody does anything. And that's a let it happen on purpose or a lie hop. So I think the Titanic. Do you know where they lie de- that lie hop is? Where they let happen on purpose? Which is uh, they say that was the Charles Manson killing. That uh, yes. the FBI was in a car just watching it all happen and just let it all go down. Yeah, man, I, I wouldn't doubt it. There's a new there's a new season cut. There's a new series coming out about Manson, uh, and there's a podcast from the guys from I think the Paracast Network did a or Wondery maybe did a, a, a podcast series on Manson that's fucking mwah, chef's kiss. Amazing, <laughs> if you're into Manson. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a, What's this the name is of that podcast? Scam. Sorry, what's the name of that podcast? I can't remember. It's, Manson. It's a studio. Manson it, it's business. like a little, it's called Podcast. They put a lot, oh, yeah, they have yeah, a, like, yeah. a lot of episodes. We've been sponsored by them. Oh, the the Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to see if I can get that guy on to come talk about that, dude. That's pretty I just, cool. I just saw today that Spotify bought the Podcast Network. Did you see oh, that? Oh, they did? They're buying everything now. It's they're fucking monopoly, man. Dude. They're buying everything, dude. Holy shit. So, so for the Olympic and the Titanic, they were like sister ships. They were, they were uh, uh, how do you say, paternal twins. They weren't identical, <laughs> but they were close enough. Paternal twins. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and the fucking uh, uh, fraternal twins. That's what it is. So, so the Olympic, when it was setting out first, did a gammy turn, did a shitty turn, and it scraped the side of the boat and got fucked up, got damaged. Right. And they were like, Oh man, that's a really expensive boat. So <clears throat> JP Morgan, like I said, bought the white star lines for fuck all money. And he wanted to turn a profit. And what's the, what, like, what is a guy like that going to do? Is he like, when he was in, uh, when he was in, um, America doing business, his first businesses were in Louisiana and in Texas getting boats made filling up the boats with goods and sailing them up the East Coast. The goods would go to the people and then he'd sell the boats. So it was like you'd make a boat, oh, fill yeah. it with goods, sail it up the East Coast, sell the goods and sell the boat. So he didn't have to worry about owning stock or owning anything or shipping anything or making sure he had to pay insurance on some shit. It's like that's, sail the boat up the coast. If it gets fucked up, sell it for less money. I don't ever want to see that boat back here no more. That's and like that's the CIA, business. dude. They uh they in ship they ship in the drugs they sell yep. the drugs they uh they're the drug dealers they confiscate they, them when they need to and then they're the cops and they arrest the drug dealers yep. and then they own the prisons and then they own the, the laws and they own the judges and they just and they own your get, black ass yeah and they own your black <laughs> ass you know That's so it's it every moment freeway of that. Ricky Ross tell you all the stories about yeah that dude shit, man. freeway Ricky Ross uh so. Tell me about this boat called the Hawk. Hockey? Hockey? Hooky? Hockey? The Hawk. Yeah. Which, here's yeah, a creepy are, thing. Are, it, uh, the, it, uh, guess yeah, when, it, when it crashed, dude, the Hawk? September 1911, which looks a lot like September 911, dude. Isn't that creepy? <laughs> it's a coincidence, like when he took out his podcast. Yeah. That is cool, dude. <laughs> Doll. Well, dude, that, lot, see, white. Star Lines, right, were one of the uh, highest 
highest rates of insurance claims on massive luxury liners in the world, right? They started, they were like 60, 70 years old, this business. And in 1853, they had a boat called the RMS Taylor, which was then, at the time, the biggest boat ever created, the most luxurious boat ever created. And that <laughs> that sank on its maiden voyage, uh... and it didn't even make it out of the Irish Sea. It sailed from fucking Belfast to Dublin and sank, and then they claimed the insurance on it and went, lovely money. So when JP Morgan sees a company that is very lucrative, creates massively costed luxury vehicles, and has a, a history of claiming and being given insurance claims, going out of business, and he's like, what, I can buy that whole company for a thousand pounds he bought it for. And then he went, hmm, there's no point in me owning these boats because then I have to pay insurance and I have to fucking staff them and I have to fucking clean out the toilets and all that shit. How about let's just <laughs> buy it, sink it, claim the insurance and put the money into something else. So it's like, you know, in Goodfellas when uh, Joe Pesci and uh, 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 Ray Liotta, they buy the nightclub and then it's like, so what we used to do was buy the fur coach, we buy it in, sell it out the back for half price. No one was selling that. No one was making any money anyway. So we just took it and when it, when it all wow, that out, was we great. Just made a fucking match. And it's him and he's fucking screwing like uh, t- uh, uh, toilet paper filled with g- gasoline into the ceilings and then they just set fire to it. That's what Joe, J- JP Morgan is doing to this thing. Oh my God, but, the old yeah. switcheroo. Yeah, absolutely, man. So... These, these, uh, the, this ship, this sister ship, the, the uh, Olympic and the Titanic were identical. The Olympic got a scrape on its first go and they went, oh shit, man. Like we didn't even have that insured yet. It was only just launched. It hasn't got anything in it. So what they did was they switched them around. They took the Titanic label off and put it on the Olympic and took the Olympic label off and put it on the Titanic, filled up the Olympic as if it was the Titanic and set it sail and knowing that there was a problem with it. And then when it's now, when you say seat, fill it up, when you say fill it up, you're talking about with people. Yeah, with people, with furniture, with all the bed and bedding, all the fucking band members, on. bands who are told even if this thing, listen, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but if it sinks, keep fucking playing, okay? Keep Don't stop. Playing. Don't fucking stop. <laughs> I can imagine the violin player going. So uh, this is my contract. Uh, what's this down here? In the event that the boat would sink, uh, yeah. is that? Is that something that we should? I mean, this is the biggest ship ever ever made. By no, the it's, way, it's totally, your black totally jazz voice is fucking great. That would sound exactly like all the black jazz people I've ever heard in my life. That weird kind of. <laughs> I'm from the Shire, you know that kind of fucking fun talk right there. Uh, feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think any of the orchestra players were black on the Titanic. I they were. They were. I thought they the band was black. I never saw the movie, but. Weren't I heard, they? I is yeah. The band was black, right? Uh guy in the corner. Are you trying to say are you trying to say that the you only never, reason that the oh. band stayed on the boat to play to play as it sank is because they can't swim? Is that what you're saying? Whoa, Sam? XG, why'd you say that? I have no clue. I think blacks are great swimmers. <laughs> um Aaron, you saw Titanic, right? Was the band black One or time. white? They were white. They were white on the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. right. Maybe continuing right. with a Point. Tracy Morgan Gordon, okay, uh, Sam. SNL skit. You don't see color. That's okay, man. I don't That's see totally color, funny. right. I only see so black. <laughs> so there was this guy called Andrew Carlyle who was the who was the basically the, the shipyard's chief. And he was <laughs> there's the band now, yeah. Um 
he was told, slay nothing, move the fixtures and fittings, and don't tell anybody, right? So they set sail with the Olympic, and uh, they repaired it or whatever, but it wasn't repaired fully. And then when they loaded in all the coal into the ship, this is a very short version. Like, go listen to my episode because it's super complicated bit, this. Uh, they loaded the, the, the coal chuck, they call it, with coal, and some of it was burning already, right? There was a fire going on in the bottom of the boat, in a boat that already had its hull damaged beyond, like, permanent repair a few days earlier. And they set it sail in, out into the sea with a bunch of people on it. So the, the, the combustibles in the coal chuck set fire, it exploded. That was, the, that was the explosion. It blew out the side of the boat and it started sinking. Now... The thing is, whatever happened to the boat, whether it was an insurance scam because they fucked up the boat or whether it was like, you know, they they had somebody in the in the in the ship's what, what do you call it? The, the cockpit? Bowel, no, the, it's not the cockpit. The, uh, the sternum, the, bu- the bowel, the bowel, the, the bowel. bridge, the bridge, the bridge. Go, so I was going to get to it the bridge. Like the bridge. So like the lads so I had some lad in the bridge who was staring at and JP Morgan is like, listen, fucking steer it into an iceberg and then get onto a get onto a, a, a lifeboat and you'll never have to put your hand in your pocket again, right? So basically, whatever for whatever reason that the, the ship sank, it sank with the the biggest, most powerful and richest men in the world on it that opposed JP Morgan's Federal Reserve. And J.P. Morgan and the company White Star Lines got the insurance for it. But there was a problem. There was another ship that called the Californian, and that was supposed to be a rescue ship. The Californian left England five days before the Titanic with a full complement of coal and all the woolen sweaters and everything. And after the smash, uh, uh, Captain Smith was supposed to come back where the Californian was going to be parked, uh, it was supposed to, he was the, the the captain of the California, and they were they were right beside the sinking Titanic. They were able to see the flares that were being sent up in the air. Oh my but, god! But the only flares that the, the captain of the California were able to see were white because they hadn't packed any of the red flares onto the Titanic. They hadn't packed them on, and the red flares were supposed to be like emergency, emergency. But they only had white ones, which is, I suppose means we're all fine. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're what are white ones for? We're good, yeah, dude. We're, we're good. So the uh, Californians stand on the outside. Stayed, like they just see these white flashes coming from over the horizon. They're like, ah, it's grand. It's grand. While the fucking the whole boat was sinking into the sea. You like, know what, dude? That's a lot like um, that's a lot like when we hear about that that. Um, well, can you look up the uh, head of national transportation discussing Dick Cheney? Uh, we're not going to play it, but we'll show a little clip, uh, like just show it. This guy basically says that uh, on 9-11, he's on a plane with Dick Cheney. Uh, Dick Cheney's getting radioed. Hey, this hijacked plane is 30 miles out of uh, uh, out from the Pentagon. 20 miles out. Like, do you want us to intercept it? 10 miles out. Do you want us to intercept it? And Dick Cheney goes, did I tell you to change the plan? Have I told you to intercept it? No. Then don't do it. And that's kind of what oh, we're shit. talking about, dude. You know? And then, the, it, it, and then it, the, the, the plane or rocket crashed into the only part of the Pentagon that was, like, bomb-proof. Yep. 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 
yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, come yeah, on, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so for either of those to be correct, like you're looking at a ship that set sail from from Ireland with some of the richest people on it out into the middle of the sea. As it sank, it sent up emergency flares, and a ship that was supposed to be able, like it was within reach according to maritime laws or I don't know politeness or whatever. The fucking cunts were sitting out in the sea watching the ship going down. But they're like, no, 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 it's red flares. We're not supposed to move for red. Like, it's, it, you know, it just doesn't make sense. You mean sense it's white flares. It's have... white flares. Sorry, sorry, white flares. White We're not flares. supposed to go for white. It's only for red. Like, it doesn't make any sense why they wouldn't help them. And when you think about who was on it, so like some of the passengers uh, included John Jacob Astor, who's uh, one of the first billionaires in America. Uh, you had Isidore Strauss, who owns Macy's. He was another, one of the first billionaires as well. Uh, Benjamin Guggenheim. You've heard the, the name Guggenheim. Yeah, right? how do we know that? They own the Dodgers. That's how. The Guggenheim group. Guggenheim. Uh, you had Sir Cosmo Duff Gordon, whose uh, his, his wife was Lady Lucille Duff Gordon, a very, very, very wealthy fashion designer. Uh, you had uh, Noel Dyer Edwards, the Countess of Rothes, who was, who was part of part of the Rothschild extended family. You had uh, uh, Dorothy Gibson, who was a very famous and and rich uh, silent film actress. Um, J. Bruce Ismay, Francis David Millet, uh, and then, of course, the, the architect of the ship himself, Thomas Andrews, who died as well. Like, that's a, for the time, that's like a really star-studded guest list. The people who weren't on the ship, though, were J.P. Morgan and three of his very closest business associates who the day before decided not to go on it because they were maybe told that's not actually the Titanic. That's the Olympic. There's a big gouge taken out the side of it. And the fucking thing is on fire. They, they launched it on fire. Um, oh, my weird. God, dude. So yeah. you're telling me. Because you're telling me this is more about Morgan. I, I always heard that it was involved the Rothschilds, which maybe this just plays into this, that they're the boogeyman and that they get blamed for everything. Um, well, I think J.P. Morgan, who owned White Star Lines, he had uh, just put in uh, governmental uh, applications to start the process of creating a Federal Reserve. And three of the most wealthy uh, and most... Uh, uh, like vitriolically opposed to the Federal Reserve, Guggenheim, Isidore Strauss, and John Jacob Astor all died on that boat, a boat that J.P. Morgan owned, who was supposed to be on it, but who the day before decided not to go on. And you're like, that that in itself, if that was like, you know, some fucking, uh, uh, you know, a, a robbery or a shooting or something, and the cop came down and said, okay, well, who owns the, who owns the car? Who owns the gun? Where were you on the night of the 5th? Oh, yeah, you don't have an alibi? You're fucking arrested. Like, it's cut and dry shit, like. Oh, I mean, like, uh, particular comic's dad on 9-11 that didn't show up uh, to the building that day. I uh, just happened to be um, in, you know, uh, didn't happen to be there. Well, I find ma- amazing that, um, that you're telling me a relative of the Rothschild is... Um, was on that boat and they still sunk it. Like that yeah. to me is crazy. That to me is crazy. But the Rothschild, the Rothschilds, like as far as uh, banking went, they hadn't conquered America at the time. They were still working on 
the European banking system and the Rothschild family were split. Like we've yet to do an episode on the Rothschilds, but we've we've looked at the different banking families and cabals and they had put like different um, kind of different factions of their family at different points across the world to try and consolidate the world into a world banking system, which was the ultimate goal. Like I wouldn't think if they had somebody who was maybe, maybe that girl was uh, a little bit kind of untoward or maybe she was uh, not not adhering to the family line of, of uh, behaviors. Like, let's put it this way. Joe Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy and JFK's da. Joe Kennedy had a daughter, JFK's sister. And when she was in her mid to late teens, she loved fucking sucking dicks. What? And riding what? around. She loved, she loved, <laughs> getting, she loved, JFK's she loved sister. pipe. Who? JFK's sister, sister, JFK and Bobby Kennedy's sister. Oh yeah, they all her... were sex fiends. They all were. Yeah, yeah. But but Joe Kennedy, who was like a notoriously evil, fucking uh, uh, hard-hearted businessman, went, "Oh, my daughter is not going to bring shame on our family by going around taking more pipe than a fucking plumber." <laughs> <laughs> and he he went and he got the bitch fucking lobotomized and institutionalized. Oh my so brought... god. Yeah, brought her to a fucking mental institution and said, lobotomize this bitch. She's after sucking a load of dicks. She's after running backwards through a field of dicks. Oh, Lobotom- my God. Oh and she spent her whole my. life, she spent her whole life like fucking Stephen Hawking inside in the chair. What? Just because she loved yeah, dick, dude. Oh, Just my she loved God. Dick, Just because she loved do? dick, dude. Like today, she'd be have she'd be like an Instagram model, have a thousand <laughs> things. Her parents would be busted for fucking spending money millions to get her into college, and the FBI would be busting her because she's a dick sucking yeah. zombie dog. You know, she, she'd leak she'd leak a sex tape and she, end up with a multi billion dollar fashion line, uh, like, sounds, and all of her relatives. That sounds like a Hilton, like a yeah. Paris Hilton. Um, <laughs> oh my dude! Well, you know, we one of the original shows that we did. Uh, was about the JFK assassination. Some people have gone really crazy on that episode because they thought our guest was was nuts. But he said that you know JFK's dad had something to do with the assassination because his dad, you know, he said that JFK was just riddled with like syphilis or some kind of fucking STD and was going mad, and he thought might as well take him out and not so anyone would know what he was what he was actually going through. So I mean, I- like. I wouldn't I doubt any of that. I doubt it. I doubt it, man. Like, <clears throat> I don't think Joe Kennedy, a, a, as soon as his sons became autonomous, like, I don't think he had really any say over how they did, how they, like, acted in their day-to-day lives. Like, I think Bobby Kennedy was probably the biggest loss out of the two of them to die. Like, he was the one who was going to bring in, like, real actionable civil rights uh, in America. Like, JFK had done all the hard work and then fucking caught a bullet and ended up Lind- letting Lyndon Johnson sign sign the fucking Civil Rights Act in 1964 and get all the credit. Like, let my people go. Like, you're like, nah, Lyndon Johnson, <laughs> you're a fucking good old boy from the South. Like, you didn't let nobody go. You signed a fucking paper that JFK set up. And then four years later, his his brother got a bullet in the kitchen in the back of a hotel because he was going to actually give black people what they wanted. And the powers that be didn't want to have that. So I think those two guys were acting so well and so, uh, I guess, like uh, uh, honorably 
in spite of their father. Like Joe Kennedy was an evil cunt. And I think the way JFK and Bobby Kennedy turned out, I think it was despite their father. Oh my God, dude. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think so. Like, I mean, imagine if your fucking dad lobotomized your sister for fucking wanking off a guy in the back of an Oldsmobile. Like, let the girl jerk you off, man. Let the girl. Like, what happened to your grounded? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's too much. God damn. So. So there's insurance. There's a switching of a, a boat. There's yes. um, the the Federal Reserve and how these bankers. I mean, like, dude, it is no different than what we saw on nine eleven. Think about that. Think yes. about that. Think about it's what a false flag. What the I and people what World War Two was about and the Holocaust. And when you take a look at like who people thought Hitler really was, which was a Rothschild, okay, and how they let these... If, if I mean, all these bankers were funding the Nazis when these concentration camps were going on. Like, it's not even bankers, man. You had, you had businessmen. You had, like, Henry Ford was a massive Nazi supporter all the way up to 1939. Walt like, Disney was, too. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, though, Adolf Hitler, on the, on the face of it, was like a really cool progressive guy who was whoa, like whoa whoa into... that might be used against you in a court of law say that again he was he uh, hitler had the right idea is that what you're trying to say no <laughs> he was a re- he was a really cool progressive guy he was he, you know having meetings with uh, uh, um like the 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 british prime minister he was having meetings with the the president of america like he was he was a he was a country leader and he was on the front of Time magazine. He got Man of the Year, like in nineteen thirty six or nineteen thirty seven. Like he was cool as fuck. He br- he unified Germany. He he, you know, he revolutionized, uh, um, like modern government. Uh, on until he like invaded Czechoslovakia and then killed a bunch of Jews. But up until then, he up was and, cool hey, as you know. Like, we have pre Jew, post Jew, I guess. Um, but what we're talking about is also like how these guys completely got engulfed by crystal meth like the japanese that yeah. curated crystal meth to, in their eye create super soldiers that didn't have to yeah. eat and that could go for days and all they did was just fucking create guys who were just going to try to suck their own dicks you know like they were just <laughs> trying to blow them see that video going around recently of hitler at the olympics and he's there like he's like you know when you know when you after taking too much like in your your fucking you're, you've gone. You've gone all. Uh, you know Benny from Total Recall. Yeah, hey, Benny. Yeah, come well, on, man, get in my taxi cab. Get away from me, Benny. Well, so you have all Benny arms, and you're all like this, like. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's, there's a, there's a video of Hitler, like, and he's like that, just at the Olympics, like, just absolutely like. This is brilliant. This is the best Olympics ever. Like, yeah. This, oh, it's... just tripping balls, dude. Yeah, but dude, is, right? he thought he. So... Well, according to the, the, the rumor, is that he shot. Um, he shot. He was. He thought he was shooting B twelve shots, and it was straight meth, kind of Ed Buck style, right? Ed Buck shooting fucking guys up with crystal meth, fucking getting all weird and fucking. Galoshes, like have you seen like they're hanging out in galoshes and fucking 
overalls and they're just watching hardcore gay porn like that that's what hitler was into dude like it's that's why i hated gay so much because he loved them so much like he's like if i can't suck all your dicks nobody can suck any dicks and he he wanted to kill them all and that's and then yeah. he escaped to argentina like a bitch you know and but, he went to fucking the thing is though like he was he was controlled opposition, you know, like that's like what anybody. I'm saying, dude. Like when yeah, we like say anybody. that, when we say leaders are picked, not elected, why would he yeah. be any different? And when you see how they lay down this 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 thing, which is, you know, I mean, like, oh, all socialism leads to communism, and then they make Hitler put out these statements where, like, I'm really liking this United States socialism. You guys liking it too? And it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, so now idiots can spin this in the side. And then, like, I'm gonna get killed for that statement. Obviously, if you listen to the show, I love you. I don't mean you're an idiot, but I just think that people don't see the game plan at work. They don't see sure. what's and when, done. And when you look at when you look at something like what happened at the Titanic, it's a very small part of a huge machine. Like the creation of the Federal Reserve, uh, to be able to create money from nothing, to be able to put people into debt, to have them be in debt forever to control their behavior and control their migration, most of all. Like, you're creating economic slavery, basically. And when the crash happened in 2008, and this is something that, I, that I'm going to investigate when we go to the U.S. to make documentaries, like, I want to find out what happened after all of that. I don't. I know it's not going to be public, it's not going to be front-page news, but surely you should be able to find out did anybody go to jail for that shit? Like, how many people went hon, to jail? Hon, 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 hon. So let's take a look at 9-11. Who went to jail for that? I mean... Zero. Yeah. But... I mean, but like, they did, who went to they did jail kill a bunch for... a of Afghanis and a bunch of Iraqis after. So, I mean, somebody somebody was punished for okay. it, but maybe not the right people. Like, I mean, do you Larry really Silver- think that Larry Silverstein, got- Larry Silverstein, that could, I mean, if you talk about an insurance scam, Larry Silverstein had just bought up that whole uh, Trade Center Plaza and insured it for, for millions, if not billions. And then the whole thing got fucking destroyed and he cashed in big time. Like that just, that was just a standing Titanic. Do you know what I mean? That was the same, well, the same shit. Sure, and they know how the system works like. Dude, how many people are in jail right now for lying us into these wars that we're in for fucking 19 years, dude? Like, has anyone lied to, or 18 years? Anyone lie? Anybody? Anybody? That one person. The thing, like, they, they, don't, they don't go to jail. Like, you're talking about um, 2008, like, when everybody was put into debt and then they turned down all the knobs, they turned down all the dials. And whatever number it was stuck on, it's like some shit version of uh, Drew Carey on The Price is Right. You know, it's just like, mm. and what's your guess? 19995 <clears throat> Oh, you're $4 over. You're out of the game. Like, yeah. that's how they did it, right? Yeah. And then everybody stuck whatever value their house is. And if they could afford to keep the mortgage, they kept the house. If not, fuck you, get out, right? No, for so sure, after dude. That, after that, they couldn't create, they couldn't create a system that would keep people in. So anyone under the age of 40 couldn't afford a house for the last 10 years. Don't but what up. they could Don't afford was crazy rate loans to go to college. So they've now swapped you know, three, $400,000 worth of debt from uh, being in uh, you know, a mortgage, which is the French for debt contract, by the way. Mortgage is like 
death contract in French. Yeah. So you're you're in this shit till you die. And then ten years ten years go by and all everybody from the age of eighteen to forty is in tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt that even if you even if you go bankrupt or you die, that shit doesn't go away. Like somebody has to pay for that. And it's completely artificially inflated and it's almost mandatory because in society you can't go anywhere now unless you have a degree or so they say. So like they're making it mandatory for anybody to to get into debt. Whereas 40 years beforehand, if you were 20 and you had a half decent job, you could go and get a mortgage and be in debt for 25 years but it wasn't for as much money and it wasn't for a big oh, proportion sure, of your dude. wages. For sure. The story so of Jesus. Just have to have people in debt. The story of Jesus and, and, straight up talks about he goes to the market, he sees that the bankers are charging interest, and he has a major fucking problem with that. And then you see who goes and put basically gets him killed. It's the bankers. And then you run around, everyone's like, oh, the Jews, the Jews. It's not the Jews, it's the bankers. And it's the same yeah. thing today. So when you say international but it just, banker, it just so happens, Sam, that because of the transient nature and the, um, I guess, uh, uh, what would you call it, unrooted geographical location of the Jewish people for the last three, four hundred years, the thing they couldn't start like you can't, you don't have like a Jewish fishing village. Do you know what I mean? You don't have like, but a you Jewish did have that. Town. You did have the Jews. The Jews did have like. They were farmers. They were uh, ranchers. Sure. They were they were like a blacksmith. They were all this stuff that was just a, until, jo- a particular job they picked, which most likely until somebody came along and said, "Hey, have you got any foreskin? No, get the fuck out of here. You're dead." Well, yeah, right? I mean, so they, they were like, "Okay, shit, we got to go," and they ended up as a people on the move. There were people on the move for years, so the thing that they could have as a, a lucrative money making business was usury. The lending of money, the the acquisition of jewels, like they could keep jewels because they're small. They don't have to carry. It's not like big stock that can go off. They can keep like value, small valuables and sell and buy them for money. Like that's that's why they're associated with that thing. And it's a really old trope. And it's probably not true for maybe the last 150 years. No, for but sure. All up dude, listen, that. Even for Shakespeare sure. in the fucking 1600s, like was writing The Merchant of Venice about a Jew who lent money and then when the guy couldn't pay the fucking money back, the, the Jewish guy, played by Al Pacino, by the way, hoo came over and he was going to fucking cut a pound of flesh out of some cunt's chest. And he's like, I've chosen the pound of flesh that I'm going to take from your chest. It's going to be your high, hoo And he cuts <laughs> the fucking heart out of the cunt. Like, even in 1600s, English people were portraying Jews as like money hungry, For sure. you know, whatever. But I'm going to tell you, dude, that this is all part of a long con, dude. I mean, I'm yes, just going to tell you I my opinion so. is. It's like, you know, and this is just me, and I'm going to get pounded on this, but I believe that the lizard people, or I just call them lizard people because whatever they are, these Anunnaki, sure, yeah, the short time. Yeah, they yeah. put us, fuck, these, this ruler class, whatever that is, yeah. they assign different stereotypes to people to get us all fighting with each other. 
Okay. Exactly. So it's like you have these quote unquote Jews, which I don't agree with that, that, that are really just Germans, dude, this fucking sect from Germany that are the Royal family and all these Old other family. groups, right? Black that nobility are, shit, right? Black nobility, dude, who, who've made it. So the, 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 the poor and middle-class Jewish community has to fight over the honor of this black nobility group. And that's mm. what they fight over. And it's like, they're not, you know, Jews aren't bankers. Mexicans aren't rapists and taking your jobs. Blacks aren't criminals. Armenians don't all beat their wives, some of them, but not all talking, of them. Are you talking about the bad hombres, Sam? Because yeah. we've got bad hombres on both sides of the board. Right? <laughs> so we have this don't, group don't, of people. Don't give me that. Whether it's gays, uh, Mexicans, uh, whatever the stereotype, uh, white guys are all racist. This is like... I'm not looking at the puppets. I'm looking at the puppet master, yeah, yeah. which are the same people over and over, which most likely goes back to black nobility because they're all the banking families of Rome, dude. And this long con that they have. And I like nobody knows these banking families. How many states? What were the how many original states in the United States? 13 colonies. 13. How many royal families? Thirteen. There's a thirteen. There's thirteen royal. Thirteen families, black dude. nobility. Families. How many fucking and they're not stripes? Even, they're not even the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the J.P. Morgans and these these you know uh, installed white guys that you hear about. Are it's all, all the, the, fucking the Amici's and the and yeah, the yes. you know it's the fucking old Italian motherfuckers. Like yeah, that. dude. And like if you know the whole saying is if you know their name they ain't running shit. Yeah, that's it. If the, if the, the lads that don't have their name on a building, like you don't see, you don't see, uh, um, what's it, uh, you don't see like Rothschild written on any building in New York, but you see Rockefeller, you see JP Morgan, you see, but you Aster. do see Rothschild's on thing, but you don't see the what the Anamichis, you never, dude, I tried my yeah, heart yeah. to find anybody that would talk black nobility, and nobody, like, I don't know that much about it. I'm like, Dude, I'm going deep in the bowels of conspiracy trying to find somebody yeah. that could come on. And there's like this guy in Australia that because my name's Tinfoil Hat, the name of the show, they don't get it. It's the NWA, a fucking podcast, okay? You know? <laughs> we're, you know, we're with attitude, dog. Okay? So people don't get that, but they see it and they, they run off because they think I'm like a crazy person. But it's like there's a couple <laughs> people who know about this shit, but... Very few, dude. Have you done a show on the black nobility? No, but it's on. It's in the pipeline. Yeah, it's, right. it's like way down. I, I see the way I run my show is like I, I'm, I'm starting with a base of knowledge. So our first ones were like MK Ultra and 9/11 to tell you what a false flag was. MK Ultra to show you that there is proof that the government are running nefarious, uh, you know, underground and quite out in the open, but now underground. Uh, systems of control and we, we'll end up doing shows on like the like monarch mind control and uh you know project blue beam which is going to be a thing now in the next few years i, I predicted it back on on our disclosure project episode from about 18 months you, ago you think that there's uh, going to be a fake alien attack coming up I, I mean is it not come on dude we've got umuamua that's come up now uh we have uh, only this week they're after seeing some shit uh like a, a do you see the one in la you saw yeah, one yeah. in LA, there's the a, one that kept fucking... getting sent. It was like through, like it was literally through the buildings. It was just this looked like a, I don't know. It, no, no, you ever see that weird blue, like that big ship that was like like outside of Walmart, and you're like, oh, that dude, that looks real as fuck, dude. 
But Eddie Bravo talks about it all the time, dude. And you think it's yeah. going to be to control us, to put us all, to scare all of us and put us all together? Like a false look, look, at what's ha- look what's happening right now in in uh, African-American political sphere, right? You have Blexit, which is the black exit. These are, these are black Democrats that are putting on MAGA hats and saying no to the fat cats all the way to the right. Yeah. They're saying, like, I am not going to live in uh, a mind prison where all black people have to somehow, you know, have slavery as a mea culpa to, to to have some kind of autonomy or to have some kind of stake in the future of America. It's like, no, nah, man, you're, you have nothing to do with slaves. The color of your skin should be incidental uh, according and to your politics. By the way, and do, yet, you, do, yeah. you, do you know who one of those black liberals are? Barack Obama's brother can't stop wearing mega hats. Like, he just, like, he's just told, he's, he reminds me of... Uh, of uh Nealon, what's his brother? What's uh what's the fuck is Kevin Nealon? What's his no Kevin Brennan? Oh, Neil yeah, Brennan's Kevin brother, Brennan. how they just yeah, don't yeah, get yeah. along. It's like that's a yeah, Barack yeah. Obama's Malik M I A L I K. Uh you know, uh mega uh mega hat, make America great again. Uh hat, you know but, but like if you've ever watched the Candace Owens podcast, you ever watch Candace Owens? No, I haven't. Like she she talks to these she talks to these people <laughs> <laughs> and she's basically going like, why? They're going, sister, you got to do this. And you you got to do this. And you got to believe this. And you're like, why? Why do I, ha- why do I have to do that? Yeah. I My sister, we you, talk- can't, you can't disagree. The white man. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, why? Like, that's your reality. That's what you want to be. Uh, you're getting your, your, your virtue signal, social, social currency points. From going like you can't say nothing to me, I'm black. It's fucking Jussie Smollett. Bring it back to the top of the show. This cunt thought that he'd be able to come out with a fucking black eye and a fucking dick imprint in the small of his back and say, "Oh boohoo, everybody! I was being gay and I got beat up because I was gay and black." It was fucking minus five degrees outside. <laughs> the two lads who you said bet you up were giant Nigerian bodybuilders wearing MAGA hats that you paid, that they were caught on camera buying the balaclavas and the shit that they bet you up with minutes before they went to meet you under a bridge. I think that he was fucking in a treeway and he, he, he said something wrong and the two lads just fucking gave him digs. Like, There's also the rumor that it was his brother. That, no, it was his uh, ex-boyfriend beat the shit out of him because he caught him cheating with somebody else. But Quite like, possibly. Dude, and, then, is... and then he had to he had to concoct the story to 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 cover up the black eyes and shit, and he ended up paying these two lads. Like, however it happened, that if had if it had been true, could have been the spark of like, you know, Ferguson level protests slash riots in downtown Chicago, a, a massively heavily black community, who are I think, like fairly active as far as like black activists goes like Southside Chicago takes no shit, I guess, right? Dude, and dude, to put 100%. that out, to put that out there in the zeitgeist that 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 there's white people in MAGA hats going around beating shit out of black people. That's that's like that's never been proven. And this guy comes out and says this thing. That was like you know uh, Charlie Manson, who was so afraid of the helter skelter, which in his mind helter skelter was like a race war that was ready waiting to happen. And the reason he said to those kids to go and kill those people is because he had shot a black guy. In a, in a drug deal gone wrong and he ran, like sprinted back to Span Ranch and went, oh my God, oh my God, I just shot a black guy and everyone saw this is going to be the spark 
that lights the tinderbox at this race war. Okay, Tex, uh, uh, you know, what, what, what's their name? Fucking Spunky, Spunky <laughs> McGee. You guys, let's go. He gave them all weird names. Like, okay, you Squeaky. got to go kill Roman Polanski's wife. Like, it's all about this this division. And like you said, the black nobility are the lads you don't know the names of. Yeah. But they're pulling the strings to make all of us fight. And like, what's going on now with fucking Dave Rubin and, and Turning Point USA? They're going around doing college talks all over the country. And they're getting people who have been indoctrinated with bullshit to scream at them, to scream racist rhetoric. And I don't say like reverse racist because there's no such thing. But they've been taught in school that black people can't be racist because they don't have any, um, they don't have any stakes. They don't have they, like white people have a higher place in society. Yeah, they... so therefore white people can be racist. Like what kind of a fucking lesson is that to teach young black kids that it's like you already just because Listen, you're dude. black the Listen. system is against you that's completely counterintuitive to fucking like equality right we are like, we are no empowering the meek see everybody inside their head has a dream and has a goal and when that goal happens we would like to blame it on everything but of either our ability yeah. or our luck, right? Because sometimes you could work. I mean, dude, in the, in the States right now, we have the NCAA basketball tournament going on. And you are seeing like UCF, this amazing basketball team, get fucked by the refs for Duke basketball. And it's like, they got fucked. They got fucked. They got fucked. But you know what, dude? It's like they... And they're going around saying all the refs, and they're right there. But sometimes you want to blame it on everything but you or just you weren't that lucky that day. And that day just didn't happen. So what we're doing now is we are empowering the meek, okay? I I went on a gig recently with a female comic. Uh, She was asked not to specifically do one thing. She did that thing. I told her not to do it. And she goes, oh, I feel like you're trying to control me. And she's my friend and I love her to death. But she has been basically programmed to believe that if a man tells you something, it's because he's trying to control you. Not that he's, one, helping you. Like, I could bring anybody on the road with me. I brought you. You are here because I asked you to be here, okay? There's a little yeah. bit of fucking respect with that, okay? Absolutely. There needs to be, but they don't get, like, when you give a female comic, there's so, the great female, listen, man, the great female comics don't bitch about me too. They don't bitch about fucking being controlled. They don't bitch about anything. They just fucking gig, okay? It's the one. So I'm going to tell all male comics, never try to stick your dick in a mediocre, a mediocre female comic unless she's slaying fucking rooms, Okay. Because she's going to need some kind of spin to put her on another level. I've seen it happen a bunch of times. A bunch of fucking times, okay? Stay away from it's, those it's definitely There are definitely cases in the minority, Sam, like as a disclaimer for that statement. But you could implant any quote-unquote minority but, but yeah, group. Yeah, let me, ju- let me just finish. female comics. It could be right. any group right, right. towards yeah. anyone in a position of power. So it could be like, you know, a, a young dude in an office... Right. who doesn't do what he's told, and his manager's like, do what you're fucking told. I love that the guy that just said Hitler was kind of cool just gave me a little lecture on <laughs> that I have to fucking be nice to ladies. Oh, I get what you're saying. Be, be nice to ladies. I'm saying about that, that story is interchangeable across the board. Yes, for sure. It just so happens that your job is being a comedian. Right. I don't think 
If it's right. a woman or a man. But what we're doing is we're empowering them on tour, you me. tell them to do something, they should do it, right? We're empowering 100%, Gordon. You know I love you. I just bust your belt. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like no, it, yeah, I'm, we empower the serious, meat. Like, we know when Judd Apatow goes up there and tells, hey, you shouldn't do mean shit. Punch up. And I've done shows in Chicago. At, at, Two or three years ago, where I got on stage, got off stage, it was always a white woman coming up to me, talking to me about punching up and punching down. You start empowering the meek and their fucking paranoia. Why they're explaining why, did, why, why nobody, they're not why happy. Why did nobody tell Judd Apatow just not to do stand-up comedy? Like I did. I don't know if you saw that, that tweet, but I fucking laid in. Yeah. Um, Probably shouldn't have done that. Stick to writing TV shows. Yeah, or do a I second mean, season like, of Freaks and Geeks, maybe. I'm really getting tired of fucking uh, a trust fund kids telling everybody how the world works when their parents were fucking, fucking some savage motherfuckers, okay? But it goes back to that. You allow people to cry and moan. What we have in particularly Hollywood is an outrage culture where everybody thinks yeah. they can outrage themselves to their dreams. And what happens is when it does happen, and I've seen it happen, and they get to that time to shine, they never worked on their act. They work just on their outrage. And we have these Twitter and Facebook fucking AI algorithms that knows when you say something in particular, if it's pro what they want push, all of a sudden you see thousands of tweets and thousands of retweets and all all this fucking shit going on and they get hooked on the tweets and the retweets and they just get empowered and they want to blame everything on their problems except for the fuck that maybe they just weren't good enough and maybe they're just not fi- like i know if i don't book my own shows gordon i don't get booked because people don't get my comedy and let me tell you Dude. i get told constantly what a piece of shit comic i am i'm the only one who I believes did, in I myself did, i did comedy here in ireland for six years right and I had that mentality. I was doing gigs and I was doing well and, you know, I was doing big gigs and with, with big comedians. And for years I was drinking real hard and doing, doing drugs and shit, like for the first few years and making enemies of people that I should have been making friends of. Like, I, I know what it's like to have to work at it. I did my first 15 shows. I did 15 <laughs> different sets. So nobody knew what to expect when you're coming up. Like it's bad for business. I didn't do it as a craft. And then in my last two years when I wasn't drinking, I was going, oh, my God, I wasn't doing the work at all. Like I wasn't crafting my set. I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't doing it right. And I, I quit and started podcasting instead because I knew that that wasn't my medium. But there's a lot of people that stay in it and they don't make that realization and they blame everybody else and they blame the industry and they blame more famous comedians or they blame someone who's politically opposed to them. And it can be in any job. Like that's For comedy sure, is a job dude. and you have to work with the people you're working with. It can be in anything. You're blaming somebody more successful than you for your faults and failings. And for the Candace Owens of the world, she's empowering young black people to go. Don't blame the color of your skin for your for your downfall. Don't blame, you know, social welfare culture. Don't blame like uh, uh, historical, I guess, historical inequality for the shit that you don't have today if you work real hard and if you do this kind of thing you'll get to where you want to get to it's really hard to say to a kid who's born into like a shit home with one parent and no income and they can't afford to go to college and they're looking at at 
something like this and going like, yeah, man, but you don't know my life. Like this is, I can't, I can't do those things. No, but I there can't. are people that are doing it and you're wondering, well, how are they doing it when you say you can't and they're in the same situation as you and they can. Like, it's not like there's a fucking daddy war book and a magic wand. For sure. Going around tapping the good looking black kids on the head and going, you, and you, go, like Oprah, you go to college, you go to, you all go to college. Like, it's not, <laughs> it, that's not happening. For Somebody's sure, doing dude. work. There's work happening in the background. Yeah. Right? And that counts for anything. So, like, to bring it back to Titanic, like, this is just a small, <laughs> this is a small little peek over the parapet of, a, of an example of a, an event that happened that a lot of people ascribe to the global oligarchical control that we now find ourselves in. Nowadays, there are more and more Titanics. Yeah, there yeah. are more and more global events that are happening and the people are, I don't like using the term because I, I, you know, I don't think it counts for conspiracy theories, but people are fucking woke to. People are, are awake. They're watching these things happen going, mm, no, I know why they did that. It's this. And conspiracy theory is a dirty word. And they were talking about the, the Mueller thing for two years in the mainstream media, calling us fucking lunatics, call, p- p- banning Alex Jones because he was supporting Trump. And it turns out that actually it's all a big nothing burger right and then something like the new zealand mosque shooting happens and a lot and a video comes out and a lot of people are like oh my holy jesus there's fucking 50 or sorry oh my god allah there's some fucking 50 people are after dying getting shot with a fucking machine gun by this mad bastard in new zealand two days later there's videos up saying like the bullets are disappearing and this was all done like fucking hardcore henry with a gopro and it was live streamed on Facebook and people are going to be going to jail for 10 years if they share the video. They've already shut off like a load of websites like 4chan and BitChute and uh, uh, Reddit and all of these right. different websites are from the top, like from the ISP. The New Zealand and Australian governments have pulled access to those yep. fucking websites yep. Yep. so that the people yep. in those countries can't see that shit because people are looking at a situation or an event like a Titanic level event, like a 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin or a Reichstag fire. They're looking at it going, I know why they did that. It's because of this. And the machine is churning so quickly that it shows itself in the in the days or weeks after the event. The reason for the event. There was a itself. training exercise going on right at the, the exact same time. Bullets going. There's a video of fucking the Muslims in the fucking mosque rehearsing the things. I've seen all of them, dude. I know Textbook people don't want to hear it, and I know I'm going to get in trouble when I say this shit, but it's just the truth, dude. I see it fucking the Titanic, happen all the, the Titanic, time. Like killing, killing Astor and Guggenheim and Strauss. The insurance scam, JP Morgan making money. What he did with that money, we don't know. Like, Yeah, we know. These he are kept the, it. These are the events. You know what they do with the money? The they made the Titanic. <laughs> Sorry, XG, what you say? I know what they made with that money. They made the Titanic to they fool made, us, yeah. and they made more money off of that again. Literally, yeah, it's a yeah. hologram. I mean, like, like, go on, dude. These events, these events are are historical. They'll show us, like, you know, uh, this is not a new phenomenon. This shit is 108 years old, uh, 106 years old. Like they're doing that shit for over 100 years. The wheels of this machine have been turning. And now, because of the internet and because of communities like ours, where there's people willing to talk about it, willing to broadcast, willing to put their name next to the fucking thing to say, Sam Tripoli says this shit. And, you know, it's it's empowering people to be you, more dude. informed. I'm with you. I just want to end on like, this. So, so then the Titanic 
sinks. Those two guys are gone. And what happens next makes Woodrow Wilson. I don't even know why we call it Benedict Arnold. We should call it the Woodrow Wilson. Because this guy in the after the fucking in the fucking dead of night on Christmas Eve passes two fucking bills. Okay? Passes two yeah. bills. He passes the um where is it? He passes the federal uh the federal where is this thing? The Federal Reserve Act. The Federal Reserve Act and the personal yeah, there it is. The Federal Reserve Act and he passes the personal income tax act. Yeah. In the dead of night, yeah. they were not voted on, everybody. So when I tell you the same, IRS... Same as the Patriot Act. Same as the Patriot Act after 9-11, man. Yep, yep. You have these lizard people passing these things without our vote on that or our bought and sold representatives voting on it. Okay, yep. so that's what you get, that's guys. The way, that's the way it's supposed to be. The biggest conspiracy about this, Sam... Yes. This will be my last word now. The biggest conspiracy about this is... There was room on that door. What? There was room, there was in room that door. on the door. Leonardo DiCaprio didn't have to die. <laughs> oh, dude. That bitch had rolled over. Have to die. That, that is the biggest travesty of all of this. Dude, that's the biggest conspiracy. Door, but then Why there wouldn't they, be a movie. Why'd they have to kill off Re- Leonardo DiCaprio. What did he know? What did Leonardo DiCaprio see on that ball? What did he know, man? Yeah, why did he go down? Was he dying of syphilis like JFK? Who knows? (laughs) Never let go, Sam. Never Never let let go. go. Hey, Gordon, you are a G. I love you to death. You can come on my show anytime. We'll talk in powwow, dude. Uh, Next time time it's going to be in person for for reals in ATS Studio. Hey, dude. It's going to be in the uh, All Things Comedy Studio. It could be in Vegas, dude. Vegas! First weekend in August. Get your shit ready, homeboy. Gordon, you saved me today. I appreciate you. Uh, Guys, check out his podcast, Those Conspiracy Guys. Check them out on Twitter, Instagram, all that. Uh, It's always an honor, dude, to uh, powwow with you, dude. And thank you for coming on and uh, breaking down the little Titanic and just life in uh, in general. Thank you, buddy. Hey, Arizona. We're going to see you soon, homeboy. Come get weird. Take care, everybody. We love you to death.